0: Welcome to the Daily Dietitian podcast, a podcast about sharing stories on the struggles and successes of real life, healthy living for the family. From easy ways to get your kiddos to eat more fruits and veggies, to finding what works to feeling your best through moving more. A resource with ideas for fitting it all in. the baloney of the food shaming or the guilt of not making the picture-perfect lunches. And keep the focus on you doing your best you. Join us as we talk to experts in their fields as they share what is working for them and laugh on the things that have not. Let us learn from each other on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome to episode 13, lucky number 13, Um, my talk with guest registered dietitian Tuesday, known as the cancer nutritionist. I love talking with other dietitians, and I enjoyed my conversation with Tuesday. It was like talking with a coworker as she brings so much knowledge and light to the table. Her niche for cancer survivors is one I find so insightful and impactful to help her clients get the proper nutrition advice after a major life experience. But not only is she providing helpful nutrition coaching, she focuses on many trendy topics on her social media page. Topics we may see or hear when it comes to cancer, such as does soy cause cancer? Is sugar the evil? Are detoxes necessary to remove toxins? Is the alkaline diet best to follow? And so much more. Join our discussion as she breaks down each topic and talks about the bigger picture. Okay, introduce yourself. Tell everyone who you are and what you do. Well, my name is Tuesday. I am an online dietitian and
1: I work mostly with cancer survivors. Uh, kind of regaining confidence after cancer in terms of eating because it definitely can be scary for them um, and they don't know what to eat they don't know what's going to increase risk of recurrence or um, what can reduce risk so I'm there to
0: kind of help them build that confidence back up. Um, What a cool niche how did you come across that? So I, uh, when I
1: worked in a hospital, I was on the cancer floor. I kind of did a little bit of everything while I was there, but that's just kind of where my interest was. And I found that I was really good at helping people during a difficult time in their life. So I felt like I was good at it, um, which obviously makes you like it a little bit more, you know? Um, And I really love the population, the people, because they're just so resilient and positive and they all support each other um so I really liked that community and when I started I started doing kind of more active treatment um but I found that you know at that time people are more just like trying to get through it they're not that focused on the nutrition aspect. So I kind of moved into survivorship because I felt like I could better serve that population. And that kind of who was coming to me. So it's similar, of course, but um, it's more of like prevention and what you can do to improve your health versus like the symptom management aspect.
0: Right. But I still do a little of that, too. And probably after something, you know, that big of a life experience, um, mm-hmm. they're interested in it, too. You know, they're wanting Very. to hear everything that you have to say. I love it. Yeah, definitely. So your uh social media page first is fantastic. Like you just keep getting better and better, by the way. Like oh, your graphics, you. <laughs> your messages, and uh I find everything so catching. Like I love this one. It says approximately one third of cancers are related to overweight, obesity, physical inactivity and poor nutrition. And then, you know, you talk about the toxins and the cleanses and cancer fear and cancer fact, like good stuff that I, th- a lot of people are interested in with uh, trendy stuff going on. Um, what do you feel that people seem to get wrong or confused the most? I think it, Oh, women!
1: It's like focusing on very specific foods as this is the cure. I have to eat this or this is going to kill me and I can't eat that right. um, is what I find. And whether it be sugar or grains or I've heard like chicken, like literally anything, I've heard it probably where someone says I'm eating this because it's going to make me better or I'm avoiding it because it's going to make me worse, um, which isn't the case. There's only a couple things that may sir way worse um and it's more about balance and just kind of I notice a lot of people get away from the big picture and focus way too um intently on details which I always say right. focus on the big picture we're getting too far away from like your health as a whole so mm-hmm. that's what I notice
0: That's a great message, yes. Um, What seems to be the most popular uh, for posts or talks that you give? Because I see you do some small groups, some group coaching um, um, with the specifics for the cancer and the food relationship.
1: I think the sugar and cancer always is something that gets, like, attention when I post anything about that because that is, like, the biggest, myth and kind of misconception. So that's definitely a big one um, that I talk about a lot on my social media, but within coaching, I just focus more on like what they can add to their diet to make them healthier versus like what you can subtract. So you know, fruits and vegetables, whole grains—that kind of thing. But right. that's more what I focus with with my
0: clients. But in terms of social media, yeah, the sugar is a big one. Get the trendy stuff right—that that. yeah, <laughs> people are think is the the evil of all evils. Um, so, mm-hmm. what does the latest research kind of say about sugar and cancer?
1: So, as you know, um, glucose feeds all of our cells. So. It also feeds the cancer cells, but cancer cells are like mutated cells or super adaptive. And if you don't eat any, quote, sugar or carbohydrates or, you know, anything that immediate glucose, your body will turn other nutrients into a form of fuel. Therefore, your cancer cells are still going to eat. And so are your healthy cells to an extent, but you're really starving your healthy cells by depriving them of those good, healthy carbohydrates. So um, more focusing on those healthy quote sugars um, like whole grains and fruits, uh, but also allowing, you know, treats because it's fine and it's not necessarily the sugar that makes cancer worse. It's usually kind of like what you mentioned about the one post where it's A lot of people that, and it's not all the time, but a lot of people that eat a lot of sugar, um, tend to be overweight or less active. So that's really where the link is. It's not the actual sugar. It's the things that sugar does to the body. Um,
0: so I think that answers it. Aha. We got myth one busted. You just busted that one. Yes. <laughs> um, I love this one too. Toxins. Things like that. Yes. People think they need to detox. What's the... You have a great one here. Fear and fact for the toxins and cleanses.
1: Yes. Well, our ribs and kidneys detox our body. So any, quote, cleanse you're doing is really doing nothing, and especially if it's a really restrictive cleanse um, where you're not getting that many calories, it's only going to make you hungry and binge later probably. Um, there's
0: really just no need to do a cleanse because our body does that for us. I think it's just a feel-good word for people, don't you think? Like, yes. I'm going to do this so. cleanse, this detox, because it will erase everything bad that I have eaten before so this is going to make me feel so much better it's kind of just a mindset game isn't it
1: (laughs) I completely agree and I think in some of my posts or in my stories when I've talked about that I say like if you want to do quote a cleanse like don't drink alcohol for a few days eat five fruits and vegetables like if that's the mindset that you want is like the feeling better or like I need to break this bad habit Just pick up new habits. You don't have to like serve yourself
0: for five days or whatever. You are so good. I'm so glad I had you on. Yes. I'm just like cheering <laughs> in my head like, yay. Um, nourish your body rather than yeah. limit everything too. Um The next one that I love too is the pH with uh trendiness and causing cancers. Tell us more about that
1: yeah i actually earlier this week i had like one of the alkaline diet people like come at me and all their followers were like this is so bad like people are gonna die i was just like okay um yeah so it is a huge trend and people are very uh you know crazy about it but i know i was like this is I get little trolls, you know, from time to time, but this was definitely, like, the worst that I've had, and mm-hmm. it was all about the alkaline diet. So, um, so for, you know, whoever is listening that doesn't know, like, pH is, like, the levels that our body, like, blood is at. Or So, like, alkaline would be less acidic, and acidic is more acidic. So, back, like, literally in, like, the 1900s, there was a a Nobel Prize winner, actually, who said, oh, these people that are eating this alkaline diet uh, have less risk of cancer. But really, that was because a lot of the fruits and vegetables are alkaline. So those people were eating just healthier in general, but it had nothing to do with like the alkalinity or the acidity of the food. It was just that those people were eating more fruits and vegetables basically than people that were on like the quote acidic diet, they weren't eating as many fruits and vegetables. So the acidity has nothing to do with it. It's just the fact that there are a lot of healthy alkaline foods. So neither end of the spectrum are bad. um, And you can't change the of your body, but that is where that came from. So it's literally like over a hundred years ago that that was said. And we know that the science back then was, you know, not great either. So it's been disproved a very long time ago um, that it couldn't have any effect on our body's pH levels. Um, our body has to have the right pH level or else you just like don't function. Like if your stomach wasn't acidic, you, it wouldn't work. Like you couldn't digest food. So there's no way that you can change the acidity uh, or pH of your body with food.
0: <sighs> or you'll die. <laughs> Isn't that... I mean, I just kind of chuckle because that was from way back, what you, like mm-hmm. the 1900s, and it just keeps creeping up, kind of like the Atkins and keto and all those other way yeah. back uh, diets within there. Um, <laughs> I remember when I was first uh, a new dietitian and someone came to me and he talked about the alkaline diet and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You know, yeah. when you hear all this trendy stuff and going on, you almost are like, okay, I'm, I need to research this more and figure this out. And then once you do the research, you find that it's 100 years old, and it was skewed. Yeah, like you did. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it's super And I've started saying that to like clients or followers that when they ask me something that's like, super, like, I have literally never heard of that. I'm like, if I haven't heard of it, it's irrelevant. So not saying that I know everything, but if it's something super just kind of wild, like it's probably not true. Like if I haven't heard of X diet, it's probably because that diet sucks or whatever, which I feel that way about all diets. But (laughs) I've started saying that like it's just irrelevant. Like no one's ever said that. I don't know where that came from. Um, So you hear lots of crazy things, I'm sure.
0: I'm sorry that you got trolled kind of a little bit oh, and bashed at but it uh, comes with the territory i think I <laughs> and it's you try to repair for it but i don't think it's ever easy no matter what area but yeah it's definitely harder than you expect yeah, i think yeah yeah and nutrition is hard because it's not black and white um yep. and a lot of influencers and trendy things that pop up it sways people's mind so That's where I love your niche and um, busting those myths of of certain things related to cancers. Um, The other big one I see is soy. We always hear soy and cancer. You know, it used we've heard yes, it's very healthy, and no, it will cause cancer. So, what's the breakdown on the Mm -hmm. soy? Yeah, so this is actually, this is way newer. So I kind of give people more like we
1: can see when they think this because even like physicians, I don't know, i tried to find this study, I think it was in the past like 10, 15 years. So people that have been practicing a long time, they just might have not heard the newest information. But there was a study done on mice, you know, a couple decades ago or something where they gave them a lot of soy and those mice were more likely to develop cancer they had higher levels of estrogen in their blood but then whenever they did studies on humans they realized that humans don't metabolize soy in the same way and it doesn't affect estrogen in the same way in the body so it actually blocks natural estrogen from binding so the the phytoestrogens, which is in soy it makes it better because it's blocking the actual estrogen from, you know, eternity. and it's actually good for you because it blocks the natural estrogen in your body to an extent. So especially for the younger you are as a woman, so adolescence
0: up, uh, the more beneficial soy is for preventing breast cancer, actually. Ooh, that's a great nutrition little tidbit for that one. Ooh. Yes. <sighs> Um, how do you keep up with all these new newest and latest for cancer? <laughs> I just read
1: a lot and yeah. a lot of things are just mentioned. Like, so soy is one of the ones that's like at, people asking about it all the time. So I definitely keep up with, you know, the most popular kind of questions. Um, and that's definitely one of
0: them, um, all the things you kind of touched on are the big, the big ones. Yeah, I see GMO too, and I kind of like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's the GMO foods with the cause of the cancer? Yeah,
1: so there's actually not a lot of research done on GMOs. So at this point, they don't have any evidence that not eating them makes cancer better or eating them makes cancer worse. Um, but there's not a ton of information. So I try not to feel like, you know, and this goes for all instances. If someone says I'm avoiding this because it makes me nervous, I'm not like dumb. You shouldn't do that. So I just try to like, whatever you're comfortable with, if people want to avoid GMOs, fine, but there's no evidence that it's going to make cancer worse or
0: better either way. So that's the, what, Information we have at this point, right? And, for GMOs, and um, it is kind of a broader term. And there's certain things with the GMOs that, you know, make the actual plant be a better plant. So, um, for sure, like obviously corn, we know is like a GMO. And so I kind of always say that, of like, that's
1: something where people focus too specifically. And I'm like, let's see the bigger picture. Like, there's some really healthy GMOs out there that you're missing, and the benefit of eating those is, at this point, better than avoiding. Like we have evidence that some of those foods are really good for us and help our health. Um,
0: so that's usually what I try to. Big picture uh, again, big picture. I love it. Yes, get the big picture. Whole foods, fruits and veggies. You know, mm-hmm. good sources of protein, grains, all the above. Right. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have a ton of good stuff. Do you do any individual coaching or, right now, or is it just group coaching?
1: yeah, actually, I do all one on one right now and I'm just launching groups so okay. um all my clients are one on one right now and I'm still offering that as kind of like a either like a second level working with me or if someone needs more individual help and they you know prefer a one-on-one setting versus a group setting, but um, yeah, I'm very excited to start a group because I love the community and I really want that for my clients. So I'm really excited about it.
0: Awesome! Um, yeah, you just have a a great group to help in. So, what do you love about being a dietitian? I think
1: it's something that everyone is interested in. Well, not everyone people are very interested in nutrition, so I think that it is just cool that like I actually have training on it and know how to like pick out what's right and what's wrong because I do we all see like even the smartest person can get pulled into something that's fake, but it's just because they don't know. so, I love just like having that knowledge for myself and for my friends and family. And of course my clients, but just like having that, um, kind of like positive outlook on food and just being very comfortable with that. I feel like on a personal level, I love that about like having that knowledge. Um, but for my clients, I just love to help them, um, kind of feel the same way that I do about food where it's not scary it's fun um, and that you can eat well be healthy while still incorporating you know fun
0: quote fun foods and just feeling more comfortable in food choices I love it Um, what kind of steered you in the direction of nutrition
1: so I started out in college, I was like pre-med, so I always loved medicine, and I'm sure a lot of dietitians have the same experience, um, from what I've heard, but I got to college, and then I was like, oh, it's a lot of school, I don't want to do that, so I just kind of started taking like random classes to see what was interesting to me, and I took uh, intro to nutrition, I thought it was super interesting, I just changed my major, and it kind of went from there, because I did like that. It was le- le- one less school, um, but I was still working in medicine, and I, I had always wanted to do that, and I kind of knew that where I was going to be, even from when I was young, and I think I had that natural, like, I want to help people kind of thing, like, bored in me, so I knew that that is something that I wanted
0: to do, and kind of medicine was what I saw as helpful um, for me to do. I love it. I love hearing your story. And you probably got in more nutrition classes than if you would have gotten your doctor degree. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that the doctors take the
1: intro to, nutrition, intro to nutrition class, but I think that's usually it unless they
0: elect to make more right I just had to laugh at that <laughs> I know so um on a side note how do you feel about doing online how is the virtual going uh, I like it because I think
1: it's easier for not only me but for clients I and mean, see like see or talk to clients anywhere um like even out of the country and I don't give medical advice so that's like how I'm able to see people over state lines. Um, but I like that aspect. And also like sometimes when I think about going to appointments, I'm like, Oh, I have to drive in even if they are local, you know? So I think it's just so much more convenient, um, for me and for my clients. So I really enjoy the online space other than the trolls, of course, but um, for a client's sake, I think it's really good um, that they can, you know, just pop on the phone and then they can also contact me anytime. Like I have like a special app for them. So like 24 seven access, which you're not going to get in traditional, like going to see a dietitian at a clinic or
0: right. They have you in their pocket pretty much. I mean, I love it. It's kind of broken down the scarier barriers of learning how to, do the technology mm-hmm. part of it for everyone. And this is how it's going to be. And I think it's so essential for for us as dietitians to reach out to even more people. So,
1: yeah. Yay. And I love being able to share information with more people. So I'm always like hoping more people will find me or I like go look for them just because A lot of people that even like I'll find online that have cancer or have had cancer, they're like, I'm so glad you found me because I've been looking for information like this. So I'm like happy that I can reach a lot of people with the
0: information that I'm sharing. Right, the the good outweighs the bad for sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> so keep on plugging in Tuesday. You're doing such <laughs> a fantastic job on your platform. Um, just great information. Tell everyone where they can follow you or connect with you. So my Instagram handle is at v
1: dot cancer nutritionist, and then I have a. Private Facebook community, so you just kind of like fill out the questions, and I let pretty much everyone in unless it's real sketchy. But um, it is called um, Plant Forward Nutrition Community for Cancer Survivors. So um, either of those places are great. I love my little Facebook group, I give a lot of information in there as well, and it's just more controlled of an environment um, because only people that I let in can come in. So.
0: I do like that little group. And if you're not following the dot cancer nutritionist on Instagram, you better because you um, Mm -hmm. you're on there talking, doing IGTVs, you have Q&A, you have great reels and messages, um, all the above. Okay, so I just have a couple of questions just to kind of wind things down um, to get to know you a little bit better and to have a little fun. Uh, if you were mm-hmm. in a TV show or sitcom, which one would you be in? Okay,
1: so you had sent me this question I saw right before I oh, called sorry. you, and I'm laughing like at
0: my ear. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, I love that one co-creator of Seinfeld
1: and so if you watch that you have like the same kind of like vibe but it's just like the main character acts like you know when something happens in public and you're like why did that person do that or why did this go down this way but you just stay silent like he always has something to say yes Um, you know it's done up a little
0: bit that's a great one see and that lets me know so much more about you question what is one food that someone has said a dietitian eats that oh so many um
1: (laughs) i think like well going back to my picture of my birthday where i had that tray of cupcakes they all were like this dietitian telling people to eat healthy and she's (laughs) eating cupcakes and it's like i tell my clients they can eat cupcakes too and it's my birthday so that's that's
0: right (laughs) yeah that's just crazy Have a beer with it, so yeah, for real. Oh, uh, what is one of your favorite feel-good foods? Mm. so I think cinnamon
1: toast that my dad made. (laughs) Pretty like fancy. Um, I was like six. I, I got a surgery, and my aunt came over, and she said, "What do you want to eat?" And I said, "Well, I really just want my dad's cinnamon toast." And she said. Can do it, and I was like, Are you sure? And I started listing how to do it. And She was like, No, I can't do that actually. <laughs> so it's like kind a of very specific method, but it's kind of like my comfort food. And you know, my dad would always make it for me when I wasn't feeling well. So the nostalgia
0: and the feeling, feel good yeah. feelings with that, too. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Um, and it's so light on the stomach, you know, it's hmm. bread anytime, whether it's emotion or internal, you can go to that cinnamon yes. test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, If you were to have coffee or lunch with anyone, who would it be? Ooh, can
1: they be dead? Yes. (laughs) I think Abraham Lincoln is, like, my favorite. Awesome. (laughs) I love that. I have this big bust of him, like, right in front of me um, in my office. I've had it since I was, like, 13, so I like him even when I was little. Um, So it's kind of a random, like, thing to be obsessed with when you're in, like, middle school, but... It That's the kind of person I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were the history buff, for sure. Yes. And it's kind of sure. fitting for yeah. within the inauguration. So I, I love that answer. That's a great one. Um, Best or latest book you've read? So my goal this year is
1: to read a book a month because I've been horrible about doing it. So it's kind of cheesy, but it's easy to read. And I just want to do something that doesn't like hurt my brain. Right. Um, It's called Every Breath. So I'm not done with it yet, but it's definitely cheesy and I haven't read one of his books since I was like in high school. So it's just funny to read as an adult who's about to get married versus like a teenager who's never had a
0: boyfriend. (laughs) So, um, so that's Nicholas Sparks, right? Yeah. That's a good one. I read that a couple. You read that one. Yeah. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So when's the big wedding? February 13th. Oh my ah, goodness. neat yeah <laughs> oh shoot the countdown begins <laughs> yes no it's like 20 days or something like that okay good are you all ready for it
1: yeah I'm ready I'm like the most organized like want to plan everything get out of the way we got engaged in November of 2019 so it's been planned for even before COVID um so I've had everything done. It's just now, you know, the vendor reaching out to me and saying, like, finalize this and do that. So there's a little bit more to do this month than I've had in probably a year. But, um, yeah, i am been ready for it to be here.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm excited for you. That's such a fun time part of your life for Thank sure. You. So yeah. Um, yeah. we'll be thinking of you for February 13th, right before Valentine's Day. Is that right? Yes. Ooh, yep. <laughs> awesome. Um, it's been so much fun getting to know you and hear your message. You are a wealth of knowledge and um, your information just hits everything so well and gives a clearer picture for the audience, which I love. Whether it's people recovering from cancer or just any and everybody that has heard something about a certain food causing cancer. So um I appreciate our talk so much Tuesday. This was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I had a lot of
0: fun. Thank you. Thanks okay. for having me. Thanks Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. Yay, I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. So, Did you learn something? I loved Tuesday's message about the bigger picture. As many times we focus on the tiny tidbits we hear, and she pointed out some of the hot information that can be very outdated. Unfortunately, we all know someone who has had cancer, or maybe this is one of the cards dealt for you. But I hope this conversation sheds some light on giving your body the proper nutrition it needs and not fret about the small stuff. Thanks to everyone listening. Until next time, friends, we will see you back at the Daily Dietitian Podcast.